stop being your friend over your wig, you know, but I would think about it. Welcome to Coming Out Evil. I'm Harley Honey. And I'm Mick Seduso. Join our descent into villainy. Welcome back, evildoers. Hello, it's another episode. Woo! Wow, episode 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Getting up there. (laughs) Yeah, our podcast is old enough to be feeling insecure about their age. Wow. (laughs) You want to let them know what we're doing today? Yeah, today we're going to talk about some green, yellow, and red flags in interpersonal relationships. Stuff we look out for, stuff we avoid when we're interacting with other human beings, because we are also human beings. Yeah. And... (laughs) right and we are also human beings to be clear yeah this is exciting because i feel like we joke about red flags a lot but then we do have some serious red flags and then i think there were things that became jokes but seem to get more and more evidence every day (laughs) like or they started as jokes and then they became more serious but i mean i feel like even the funny ones have a kernel of reality (laughs) right exactly so yeah i'm excited for today you want to kick us off Yeah, sure. So, green flags. My first green flag is obsessed with me. Her! Yes. (laughs) What a Sagittarius. (laughs) If you are obsessed with me, that is a good thing. I agree. I love that. (laughs) So good. My first green flag I put was curiosity. Ah, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, like, I really think that, like, not only curiosity in general, but especially when it comes to, like, the relationship or the people involved mm-hmm. like if you're like oh this is not how you normally act what's going on like you know what I mean or like being like oh like we're different in that way I'm curious why that is or like can yeah. you elaborate more right so like I think somebody who leads with curiosity instead of it being like oh this is a problem right like it's me versus you it's us versus figuring it out together and like also just being invested in you and wanting to know like random things about you and like asking those questions I think is really really special and a lot rarer than I thought it would be honestly like I think that that makes sense I feel like I have a similar kind of through line in my green flags Mm. list like stuff that kind of amounts to that like I put asks about my stuffed animals for example which is a very specific way of being like someone who's curious about me right but I do feel like I consistently have like every person I'm in a relationship right now the first time they were in my room, they did ask the names of my stuffed animals. You asked the names of my stuffed animals, and so did the two other people I date. So, you know, I think it works. I love that. That's so cute. Because how are you going to roll through someone's room, and there's a whole family, and you don't even ask about them? Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Also, like, engaging with them, too, because I know some people have come in and just been like, oh, snuggle with it. It's like, yo, back up. Yeah, like, back boundaries. up. <laughs> boundaries. Don't just cuddle other people's stuffed animals without asking. That's a red flag. But <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No, yeah. That's so real, though. I love that. But, yeah, I think that that matters, that, like, curiosity. Yeah. Next on my green flags list is doesn't like pickles. Yeah! Yeah! Pickles. 
Fuck pickles. Down with pickles. I just, I don't know, I can't get behind the flavor profile. And it's not that I have anything against pickling. Like, I think that pickled eggs are okay. Mm. I think that pickled onions have a good place on some sandwiches. Add a little crunch. Right. But, like, the cucumber, leave it alone. Yeah. It doesn't taste right. No. I like specifically sweet relish, like pickled Mm. relish. But that is it. And it has to be in things. Like, I would not just mm-hmm. sit there and eat pickles or drink pickle juice. Like, what is that? Yeah. The only thing I put pickles in, including even pickle relish, because I, like, barely like that even, mm-hmm. is in deviled eggs. I will oh, put yeah. pickle relish in my deviled eggs. Yeah. That's a good one. But, yeah, no, that's real. Not liking pickles is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> I also put just communication, but I feel like that's very broad. But, like, I don't know, having very intentional communication i think like even if they're not necessarily good at it like just being like Mm. i want to communicate this i'm struggling to or like i want to talk about this like you know thinking openness about communication is definitely important yeah definitely okay next i have like enjoys girly things her is a girl's girl as a bonus because I feel like I feel this way regardless of gender. Like, I just need you to enjoy girly things. That's true. Otherwise, what will we talk about? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so real, though. Like, we can't at least talk interior decorating. Right. I feel like, like, what, what will we spend our time doing? Also, like, who genuinely is, like, down the gender line like specifically on one side or the other interest like yeah you know i mean like it's giving like some level of misogyny if you're only into like man's man hobbies like yeah there's like no sort of like anything with a feminine touch that you're into at all even a little bit like wild that nothing feels... textile based yeah. nothing crafty even and you know hot take i think that a lot of like miniature painting like that kind of stuff i feel like that's pretty girly i love that because <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you take a little version of the character you like and then you paint them exactly that's very girly <laughs> have you seen the man who has a marionette that makes mini paintings <laughs> no it's so good but yes it is so tiny it's so cute <laughs> oh my next green flag is like not always agreeing with you because oh. like somebody who's like willing to be like i don't think i agree and is able to communicate that and not turn mm. into like a heated match like that's major that is yeah. so major but if somebody's just always like yeah like oh <laughs> no like just doesn't have their own identity yeah like yeah. if we've been together three years and you've never once disagreed with me no like that just can't be true right that's not true or you're like not a person that i'm dating you're like an ai i'm programming right like that's a little scary because it's like what resentment is building what like (laughs) i don't know i just exactly it really scares me (laughs) i was in a relationship where we like never fought but it was because we were both just suppressing things that we were upset about no like it's just not real yeah if you are never getting into any kind of conflict and not every conflict needs to be like an argument i don't yeah. think those are the same thing but if you're never getting into any kind of conflict i think that is suspicious 
successfully lie to me. <laughs> Valid. Boo. <laughs> no, that's a good point. And like, mostly I feel like it's a trauma thing just because I have been deceived many times. Yeah. But I also think that, I don't know, I like the, the silly, goofy brand of person that would struggle to be consistent with a lie. <laughs> I just feel like that's correlated with a certain <laughs> personality type. No, that's so real. My next green flag, I feel like all my green flags are very serious. I like how whimsical <laughs> yours are. And like, they really do have like a lot of truth in them though. But so my next one was like being able to name boundaries and be like, hey, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm not about. Mm-hmm. This is what, and specifically boundaries and not rules. Cause like people struggle knowing the difference between the two. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I do think boundary setting is important because it again, like helps you not build resentment. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. I have some stuff that's like would make someone aligned with me specifically, if that oh, makes sense. I like that. So I have investment in global activism mm. and like being a lefty in general. Yeah. Just because that is important to me personally. I feel very invested in what's happening in the world and I care about it. Fair. So I think it's hard to be in relationships with people who don't because. Like, how am I going to... I don't want to have to explain to you why I read an article and now I'm very upset. Right. (laughs) I don't want to have to feel silly for that, you know? No, fair enough. Politics are a big one. Like, I definitely feel that. Like, with them also needing to be, like, leftist and, like, understanding not only just activism but global activism and how they're connected and being invested in it. That's also real. Yeah. Somebody who is accountable to their own emotions and needs so like not like saying you made me feel x or like Mm -hmm. you need to do this because i need it or whatever like i don't know somebody who's invested in managing their own needs and emotions and like yeah as like partners or like friends like we have a role in that but like we get to choose what that role is like yeah, and at the end of the day, you're who is behind your feelings. Yeah, so. No one can make you feel any way that, you know, you don't already feel about yourself. Exactly. Oh, I have a diverse music taste. Is yeah, I just like if you like a variety of music. Very true. I think that's cool. And if you're somebody who says I like everything but rap and country, you're classless. No further questions. No nuance, November. <laughs> that is later in my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, anyway. <laughs> my next one is somebody who either has a therapist or therapeutic practices. Because access to a therapist is sometimes not always achievable or accessible. Mm-hmm. So... Either one. Either they're very intentional about having a therapist or they manage therapeutic practices and, like, have another support system of that nature. Yeah. I feel like I half agree because I do think it's a green flag to have a therapist. I don't know if I consider it a green flag if someone's, like, I do a therapeutic practice on my own. I think, like, that's, I don't know, a neutral fact. Like, I don't know if that makes me feel more affirmed because... 
I don't know what that looks like, especially if I don't know you yet and you're like a new relationship I'm building. I don't know how effectively you're doing therapy with yourself. Maybe you're doing nonsense. That's valid. I have no idea. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) I I think that a lot of people claim that things that they do are therapeutic, but really it's like a work in learning how to suppress feelings or like Mm. they are. It's just really easy to do misguided work on your own, as difficult as the reality is that it is difficult to have like access to a therapist. It is also the reality that a therapist or some professional is probably going to be helpful to you yeah more so than working by yourself that's true which like definitely isn't true for like every single person i'm sure there are people out there who can do therapeutic practices on their own effectively especially like people who for example have been in therapy like for some time and then stopped doing therapy like and remember the things that worked for them like stuff like that i do feel like that does happen but i think that i don't know I feel like I have met people who are like, I'm not in therapy, but I meditate daily. And then they were horrible to me. (laughs) So it's like, that was cool, I guess. But it did not instill confidence. Valid. And you know, now that you're saying it, I'm like remembering who I had that conversation with. I'm like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Like, actually, I might strike that from my list. I'm like, oh, I'm getting, re-downloading the memories of who that person actually was. (laughs) But... Just because, yeah, I think it's hard, you know? Material realities are unfortunate, but it doesn't make a therapist less necessary most of the time. That's fair. Tangentially related is on my list is a spicy lore. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! I feel like I just, I can't get behind people with, you know, vanilla lores. I can't do it. It's like... And it's not that I think that there's some moral failing there, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm like, go, go through something right now. Right. Right? But, like, I've just had so many experiences where I've made a new friend and I've tried to get to know them and their lore is just not very spicy. And, like, the friendship never works out. Never. It just doesn't work because I can't relate to them. They say some nonsense that, like, offends me. Like, I remember I had a friend who... I don't know. So, like, trigger warning for, like, grooming. Mm. But I had a friend who I told about, like, my experience being groomed from, like, 12 to 17. And then they retorted, like, ah, yes. Once, when I was 17, I dated someone who was, like, 21, which, mind you, is inappropriate. Right. But is not Not what I just said. And they also went on to say that the relationship only lasted a month and they fully apologized for it and they're like friends now girl girl so like i don't know i feel like it was a less intense situation and you got closure get out of my face yeah (laughs) no that's some fuck shit it was it was a wild experience but it's like that kind of thing yeah just someone with no spice in their lore so i tell them a story and they volley back with nonsense or i tell them a story and all they know how to say is oh my goodness or they just look uncomfortable yeah it's like on the good place whenever eleanor is like well my parents got divorced and like literally the Satan equivalent's like yeah you and like 50 percent of the other kids in america <laughs> like why are you still an asshole as an adult like get yeah. over that like and it's so true 
It's so true. Because, like, oh, your parents got divorced and your dogs died, and now you're, like, why are you acting like this? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that is a very common trauma. And that's the thing is that it's, like, few people are completely untraumatized you know it's valid if that was an experience for you but it is not no experience in your past is an excuse to be like devoid of compassion as an adult right like read the room you should understand like what you've been through in context with the breadth of experiences that exist in the world right please be real (laughs) bffr my last green flag as it stands somebody who helps plan but not trying to solve or be a savior in something if that makes sense like i know i've been in relationships before and i think it was more like they expected me to like come save the day or like like for example i had this ex that was like oh i'm like i'm abusing you and i'm shitty and i'm also experiencing gender dysphoria and i'd be less shitty if you bought me these 300 hundred dollar glasses to help with my gender dysphoria oh my goodness so i like bought them and then my therapist was like you know you could like as a girlfriend you all can make a plan for how to save up the money or, you know, make a payment plan or something. Like, mm-hmm. not, you don't have to come in and just solve it or, you know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, that is a good point. Like, somebody who's not wanting to necessarily, like, have that kind of dynamic. Because, like, I think there are people who are able to do that and, like, it's not in a weird way. But sometimes I do think it is very much, like, in a, like, infantilizing way almost. Like, I don't know, but, like. Are you trying to describe, like, a savior complex? Yeah. So somebody who's willing to, like, work with you and be like, oh, like, how do you want to make this happen? Is there mm-hmm. anything I can do? Versus just being like, I'm going to fix this for you. Like, energy. Uh, but That makes sense. Yeah. I have a couple more. Yeah, go for it. I can just run through them. My remaining green flags are can be entertained by educational content. Mm. Because I really <laughs> like learning stuff and watching educational content. True. So I do enjoy like spending time with people who like I know will not be like disinterested with what I'm watching. Yeah. I also like when people are like really proactive like have really good follow-through because i am a very proactive person Mm -hmm. and i have like pretty good follow-through i think like it's commentary i get a lot it's a compliment i get a lot Mm -hmm. and so i like you know planning things and doing things with other people who are really proactive and like planning stuff also liking phone calls because I don't blame you if you don't like phone calls. I understand, like, people have phone anxiety, so it's not like not liking phone calls is on my red flags list. Yeah. But I do like when people do enjoy phone calls because I like talking on the phone. Mm. And it's a like, easy way for me to connect with people, especially since I'm kind of agoraphobic still, and so I don't always want to go out somewhere to meet up with a person, but I feel like I can you know, get that quality time on the phone, personally. Yeah. Also, being fat, I definitely yes. trust you a little more if you're fat. <laughs> get, like, two bonus points in my friendship meter. It's true. Just automatically, yeah. <laughs> Same if you're wearing makeup and it looks good. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's so real. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are all bangers. Yeah. Next is liking kink. Her. You must like pink. Though I guess that's kind of <laughs> similar to liking girly things, but I feel like pink is just a great color. It is. You know? Like, everybody should embrace pink. 
True. And then my last one is an age-appropriate dating history. Yeah. Because I feel like I understand that, like, I have a tendency to be in relationships with people who are older than me. And I understand that that's not always in a weird place, but, like, I feel like in all of my experience dating people and doing this, if their dating history as a whole is people younger than them like consistently like it's a pattern then that's weird yeah and they're being weird and i'm part of a pattern of them being weird right and i've definitely like been with people who i realized like oh wait everyone you date is my age how did that happen right (laughs) versus like someone who i can see i'm obviously an anomaly you know like that I understand a little more and even then I think that it's important when you're in relationships with any kind of age gap to like be considerate of that and like move with intention Very and because I've definitely had some snafus yeah no that definitely makes sense was that your last one? yes those are good they also made me think of a couple that would be good to have on my repertoire but like mm. somebody who reads um there are people out here not reading and uh, that's a little scary a little scary sometimes also i realized i forgot one of the green flags and it was just patient (laughs) patient (laughs) don't forget to subscribe are we ready i think so so i had some like I guess red flags that just didn't feel like intense enough so I made them yellow flags Mm -hmm. like stuff where I was like I could kind of imagine like letting this go you know like not automatic out but maybe multiple of them would become problematic you know what I mean so like the first one is plays Fortnite very seriously (laughs) I think why would you care that deeply about a game of that genre? Like, I just feel like Fortnite sucks people in in a, in a particular way. Yeah. It makes me worried. <laughs> I have a similar thing on my red flag list, but I wonder if you might already know the game. But <laughs> there are some games that are a little scary when people are into it a little too much. Because it's like, yeah. whoa. For sure. That propaganda worked on you, huh? Like, And there's so much, like... I don't know, misogyny embedded in these games. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even really care about the violence, but, like, the misogyny. I don't like... Like, why can you go stab some women in a game? Right. I don't like that. Yeah. Just in general. (laughs) But, anyway. (laughs) um, That's a whole separate conversation. Right. Oh, also related to video games, thinks playing a game on easy mode is a moral failing. Boo! Because I feel like sometimes this is because they're, like, projecting a standard they have for themselves where they think that if they don't play the game on the most difficult mode, then they've not really played it. But it's, like, not everybody's like that. Right. Some of us haven't weirdly trauma-bonded with a video game. (laughs) You know? Like, they're for fun. That's why they're called games. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hard front wig with no bangs. Damn. 
Because I would not stop being your friend over your wig, you know, but I would think about it. <laughs> and have. <laughs> like, I really would. Like, put some bangs on that bitch or don't wear it. Yes. Your natural hair is beautiful, babe. Have you considered that? I yeah. just I don't have anything against wigs in general. I think wigs are amazing and wig technology has come so far. That's true. And we should utilize it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz even if you have a hard front wig, like you can make something shake. It yeah. does not need to look bad. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> Take control. I literally will put a bandana over it. And most people won't even think about it. Literally. Like, I just, I'm not going to go out there with a hard front wig like that. Like, no. <laughs> Unacceptable. Next, I have unnecessarily lies about height or weight. Why? Uh... Why would you tell lies? If you don't want to share, just say you don't want to share. But don't lie about something I can observe with my eyes. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Is that why you were so pressed about measuring me that one? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I just didn't understand. That's My brain did not compute That's that we were around the same height. <laughs> it still doesn't make sense to me. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Your liked songs playlist being one to two genres of music. Mm. Because that's not like unacceptable. But I am a little weirded out. Like, you don't want a little more variety? Because my like songs are all over the place. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My like songs are never meeting the aux chord. Because, like, I just don't know sometimes. Like, some people are just not about every variety of music I'm into. Like, I'd be very embarrassed sometimes. (laughs) I feel like if I would be embarrassed about playing my music around you, then that's also a yellow flag. That's fair, too. I should be comfortable to listen to whatever music I like. That's real. I'm just very traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Okay, I have likes all music except rap and likes all music except country. Yup. Because it's definitely yep. giving classes. Yup. If you like all music except rap, like, why? Explain it right now. Literally. Cite a reason that's <laughs> not misogyny. I was like, oh, it's misogynistic. Oh, it's violent. It's like... So, so is everything. metal. So is, like, I don't know. Like, Literally, it's all misogynistic. Right. Like, why is there a metal song about a man who, like, eats a woman's heart alive and then has sex with her? See, and I'm like, is that Insane Clown Posse or is that Avenged Sevenfold? Which one are you talking about? Avenged Sevenfold. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that there were multiple options. Right. Already, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> you're goofy. You're goofy. That's that's all I'm saying. Is you're goofy. Similarly, likes all music except country. Mm-hmm. That's that's some classic shit because you're telling me that you don't sing along when that lady says "Let's go, girls." Shania Twain. Or before he cheats. Like, you're lying. You're a liar. Also, also, even if you're black, like, there are black country artists. Mm -hmm. Let's stop, let's stop pretending there aren't black country artists. Literally. I just saw a video naming six or seven of them, and you know what? They were all bangers except one. One of them I did not vibe with. But, like, (laughs) the rest of them, they were bangers. Like, it was great. So, let's stop pretending. Like, 
Also, I feel like some people don't get in the right mood to listen to country music. That's true, too. Okay? If you don't do line dancing, I understand you might not feel like <laughs> dancing to it. Okay? I understand. But, like, get in the car. Go on a drive. Yes! Like, observe your surroundings. Yes. Like, go on a walk and, like, look at something pretty. Like, mm. lay down. Chill out. Like, yeah. roll up. Like, do something relaxing. And think about the pleasures of life. Like, that's what you're... So- I feel like that's what that genre is trying to, like... Yeah. It's trying to make you notice, like, the simple pleasures in life. True. My tractor. My dog. My car. Like, sit down and be simple. (laughs) Taking a baseball bat to his window. (laughs) (laughs) It's the simple things, really. It is. It's the simple things in life. (laughs) But also, like, what's the difference between before he cheats and bust the windows at your car? Yeah. Explain right now. So, like... What what's the difference there? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I also feel like both of those songs do a similar thing where like because I think what makes Before He Cheats so impactful is how country is abnormally like covering these like simple themes and we have such a strong association and it's her being pissed off and talking about some violence she's about to do. Like it's so different from the themes of the genre. And, like, kind of similar with Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Like, the musical motifs of that song, like, <laughs> they're not necessarily, like, aligned with something violent. Like, it's right. like... Right. Like, tell me that sounds like it's a song about violence. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. I also love, like, they're now known as the Chicks, but they also subvert some country things too so like mm. like that whole song about earl had to die where like these two women like kill this man <laughs> off and was being abusive it's great it's so good yes. but yeah, and then of course beyonce okay sorry we're on this topic for a minute but like <laughs> beyonce with her fucking daddy lessons and everything too like she like got a whole award for that and got to perform at the cmas like beyonce does country even so i know mm-hmm. you're not too good for country if beyonce ain't too good for country come on now like yeah. Yep. Stop it. <laughs> and bouncing off of that, people who degrade just modern music in general. Ooh. Because I feel like modern music is just music that's like building off of music that came before it. Like aggressively so. Yeah. And that's just what keeps happening. And you, y'all don't get tired. Y'all don't get tired of repeating cycles of history. Right. And it's also like, what's. Explain right now what makes you think that modern music is worse than music before. It's repetitive? How long have we been using the same four chords? That's been that's been a thing. Blues literally. is literally built off of one five six or one four five or whatever. Like And you eat it up every time. Every single time. You just can't tell. And so yes, I will listen to every sexy red song, even if they all sound the same to exactly. you. Exactly. You know what all sounds the same to me? Probably every pruning song. And I still love them and listen it's to so them. It's so good. It's so good. And, like, songs even, like, songs before now that were popular, they were even more limited. Like, they would try to keep them in an octave range so they're easy to sing along at the piano. So, like, literally, literally, like, we're doing some of the coolest, most expansive stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Like, but then there's also so many great inspirations to pull from. So, like, no. Like, that song Angel that uh, Chloe put out, like, that I feel like was really different and wouldn't have been able to come out in like i don't know 2010 because not anybody can sing along to that song yeah like that song is very vocally challenging right but 
it could happen because music has gotten so expansive. So we're okay with listening to a song we can't sing every note in. Yeah. And that's new and different. And I think that's something cool about modern music, too. Yes. So, yeah, I feel like people are saying modern music, but really they mean, like, female rap. Like, right. that's normally what they're specifically upset about. Because you're not thinking about, like, the expansiveness of the octaves in music that's right. coming out nowadays and how that's changing. You're not noticing all of these other mm-hmm. things happening. Because all you're concerned about is that you don't like hearing the word pussy so much. And if you're... Right, so there's that, too. It's like, if you're on some shit like that where you're like, modern music is too sexually explicit, go listen to The Cows Come Home right now. Mm. From 1930. Do it. I fucking (laughs) dare you. Go do it right now. I'm not even fucking kidding. Go look up Till The Cows Come Home by Lucille Bogan. Yeah, two minutes, 53 seconds. Okay, like a three-ish minute song. Yes, so... You have time. Go do it right now. <laughs> I promise you, it'll be worth it. I promise you. <laughs> My goodness. Also, I think moving on from music, mm-hmm. people who think audiobooks don't count as reading. That was yeah. my next one. Because I feel like in the past year, I've read the most books that I have like read in the past like five years combined because... I've been, like, finding audiobooks on YouTube, which I did not think was a thing, but, like, people really upload, like, audiobooks kind of sporadically. The algorithm just started serving them to me all of a sudden. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so I, off the top of my head, I can remember that I read Polysecure that way, and I also read The Body Keeps the Score that way, like, with YouTube audiobooks. And I, like, definitely got all the same information out of them that someone who, like, read them traditionally would have gotten. Yeah. And also, I was able to actually successfully read these books because I am dyslexic and would struggle to read otherwise. It's true. I didn't realize you were just finding these audiobooks on YouTube. That's major. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I know I was talking about, like, I've been trying to, like, read recently through the fifth season, which is, like, a fascinating book, but, like... I just wish I could convert all my physical books to open dyslexic font, like, for free. And that's just Mm -hmm. not something that can happen right now. So, I don't know. Audiobooks might be worth giving another try. I struggled with attention with it the first time I tried it. But, yeah, it does sound like it's been very helpful for accessibility reasons. Yeah. I think that it also has helped me to, like, read along with the audiobook. Like, I'm forgetting what book it was off the top of my head, but I... Oh, I read Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving. Like, I read along as I was listening to the book, too. Ooh. So, that helped me pay a little more attention. Oh, I love that. That might be the winning combo for me. That was a really (laughs) helpful suggestion. And on YouTube, you can adjust the speed, too. I also think, Mm -hmm. like, on certain apps, you can adjust the speed as well. Mm -hmm. And there are also apps where if you have the PDF for a book, you can, like, upload it and, like, just use the PDF, like, screen reader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, lots of ways to consume books. Yeah. And you shouldn't be judgmental of any of them. Yeah. Oh, not using a separate face wash from, like, your other products. (laughs) If you can only afford two bath products. You need soap and you need face wash. I'm sorry. It's those two things. You need those things. <laughs> you need those things to be clean. Don't use just any old soap on your face. Yeah. 
It doesn't deserve that. No. <laughs> and you wonder why your skin is dry, why your face is itchy, why your pimples are cracking and painful. Uh. You need to use a separate face wash. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, you need to use not the same thing you use to scrub your body to scrub your face. Yes, no, oh, no! Okay, please, like, even if you just use your hands on your face, like, that's better than using the thing you used on your body. Yeah. On your face. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. And, like, I just feel like it's a yellow flag for me because it's, like, I'm going to be stressed if you aren't taking good care of yourself. <laughs> like, just, I know that that's how I am in relationships. Like, if I get to caring about someone, I'm going to start taking it personal <laughs> if they don't take good care of themselves. And so I'm going to be pissed off if I find out <laughs> that you're not taking good care of your face. <laughs> so I'm going to be upset. And so I just like to skip that. Valid. Valid. <laughs> But also, it's like, I'm not gonna find out that you don't own face wash and, and end our friendship. Right. Like, so that's why it's in the yellow flag. That's fair. Support this passion project by becoming a member of our Patreon. So we are to our red flags now. What's your first red flag? Liking or thinking sexually charged Pokemon content is funny. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> I hate that people think that's okay or funny. Yeah. And, like, I wish I could just say something specific, but the thing is that it has to be a broad category because I've seen a variety of sexually charged Pokemon content. Like, can you leave these things alone? They are animals. Yes. They are not sentient. Ew. Like, Stop that. You're nasty. Instance, instance, goodbye. Right. This is a red flag. Right. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, no. Disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. People literally talk about eating Pokemon, too. So it's like, you can't eat something and have sex with yeah, it. Yeah. That is literally, like, the rule. Like, yeah, the rule. Oh, there's what? nothing you can eat and have sex with <laughs> it and be okay. <laughs> yeah, no. My first red flag is League of Legends. Uh, yes. <laughs> and caveat, but excessive gaming in general. Mm. Now, I think there's a lot of discussion around this. And if you are also into excessive gaming and you find a partner who's also into excessive gaming, that is wonderful. That's great. That's compatible. But if you are trying to obscure that fact when you first start dating somebody and slowly reveal it, mm -hmm. that's weird. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it just, no. Just be upfront about it. You'll find your person. It's just not for me. And, like, or if I can, like, sit in your lap or, like, be involved, whatever. But if you're just, like, off in a corner mm -hmm. for 12 hours a day ignoring me. Yeah. Every day. I, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. <laughs> I'm the <too> trauma. <laughs> I've seen some things. <laughs> Specifically, League of Legends is very triggering to me because I just, no. Valid. Never again. <laughs> because, like... You don't want to take breaks sometimes. Also, not every game is unpausable. So do you exclusively play online games? Like, why would you live your life like that? That doesn't sound relaxing at all. No. 
you constantly want the live pressure of other people depending upon you in this game. What's wrong with you? Also, League of Legends is, like, notoriously toxic because people will be cussing you out. Like, strangers will be cussing you out Mm -hmm. for what is essentially capture the flag. Like, fucking chill. Like, (laughs) it's not that serious. But if that's your way to relax is playing that with that toxic-ass community, I have questions. And yeah. or maybe I'll just bounce. It, it depends on the day. But <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends is also definitely one of those games where like entering the lobby as someone with a like girl's voice mm-hmm. is a disgusting experience. Yeah. <laughs> like I would never enter a lobby no. <laughs> for League of Legends. Though I honestly wouldn't play any online games with my mic on period. Valid. I never got past training on League of Legends. I was like, no. It just doesn't really seem that fun to me. It really wasn't. I was like, I guess. But I like, I'm learning I do like video games. People just introduced me to boring video games. <laughs> like, But Power Wash Simulator? That shit's fire. <laughs> yeah, Power Wash Simulator is lit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that it's interesting because like we were talking to someone who's like a little bit more avid of a gamer, and they were saying they didn't enjoy Power Wash Simulator because... At some point, it gets, like, so hard you have to, like, get a bunch of nooks and crannies, and they'd find that stressful. But it's, like, you play games that are challenging on purpose to, like, you know, feel accomplished when you succeed. Why are you imagining that this game would just have no difficulty at all? (laughs) Right. It's just interesting, I feel like, the way that people will, like, talk about, like, simulator games like that. Like, they are, like silly games but will simultaneously also be like but it's too challenging right to enjoy but like i feel the same way about your game yeah you mean uh, you want me to play on expert mode running away from zombies and shooting them yeah why don't the zombies just fall down yeah that, that's how you sound yeah you're like why why, why are they chasing the me <laughs> like why don't the zombies stop chasing have they thought about that yeah <laughs> Also, I have, I just don't get along with other girls. <laughs> Instant goodbye. Ooh, Automatic out. It's I don't want to be friends. <laughs> immediate bounce. Yeah. That, because, no, there's just no way. There's mm-hmm. no way. My next reflex. Related to gaming still, clearly have feelings about this, but if you're highly reactive to gaming, not just in a, like a hee-hee-ha-ha curse word here and there, but if you're, like, physically reacting <laughs> and mm-hmm. having, like, shouting burst and slamming the desk i gotta go <laughs> like yeah i feel like becoming violence because of a game consistently is i think it's valid as a red flag i personally don't think i mind because i also can get pretty stressed in games That's so i fair. understand like i look at that and i go i'm sorry for you brother <laughs> but also like it is you know a valid thing to not like in a partner and That's to fair. not want for yourself but I've also never heard, like, I don't know, like, may, I, maybe I just feel like it's different, but it's like, I've never heard any of your outbursts, so it's well, like... Well, I know you don't like them. Oh. So I make an effort not to do that. Oh. Because I care about your comfort. Well, see, that's a green flag. Like, <laughs> so, but yeah, like, so like, maybe in a different context, maybe it was just the person was triggering to me. I don't even know. Like... That's possible. But, because um, it's like, I just know it's not 
I'm not what's made you mad right now. Like, you're mad at a video game, so... Yeah. I don't really care. It's also like you've never come out of the room pissy and it be because of a video game. Oh yeah, that's goofy. If you're like mad because of a video game and you let it continue to seep into your life. Yeah. Like, I feel like the only time I've let that happen to me, it was over something in Stardew Valley. And I, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just something silly. Right. And I was just kind of grumpy. Fair. But like, you're consistently like allowing this to ruin your mood like upset you throughout the day yeah like that's that's weird that's the level i'm talking about like i feel like maybe that's what it is is like i think the outburst would lead to that Uh, so like i think like yeah if it was just like it like if i heard you in here like what the fuck like (laughs) and then like you know you were fine otherwise it'd be like oh this game was annoying like, yeah. I think it'd be fine, but it just... The thing is that I'm normally not very good at games, so I'm normally going, ah, ah, ah! See, and that shit makes me laugh, because I'm just like, I don't know, I just love it, but... Yeah, I, maybe I'm not articulating the difference as well, but there's no, a fair. very different energy that I feel like I'm thinking of, but... Yeah, I love watching you play games. <laughs> I also, like... I understand that different video games are for different moods. Like, if I want to relax, why would I play something that is going to cause me stress? That I just don't understand. You're telling me you played this game to relax, and it's making you scream? Yes. If you don't play Stardew Valley or some other farm simulator right the fuck now. Untitled Goose Game, like... Put down the first-person shooter! (laughs) Put it down! (laughs) Truly lives in the city but has a neck beard you have no reason you have no excuse razors are cheap you know i just i just can't get behind it as someone who grew up around like rural men who just didn't have time to shave that i understand but i feel like it makes me like extra confused when i see men who i know have Right. This morning to deal with that neck beard. And the thing is that you with the neck beard, you're probably the same man who's going to be upset if I gain weight. Oh. So you better handle that neck beard. Right. <laughs> wild. Out in the country, they're working about four in the morning to milk the cows, feed the chickens. And you know what? A lot of the time they still did handle the neck beard. Oh. Like it might just be in the evening or something. Yeah. So, like. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like northern men don't care enough about their appearance for me. Because I true. feel like a southern boy will look a mess because he was working. <laughs> and then he will go get clean and look nice. Right. But I feel like these Yankees. <laughs> My Yankees. <laughs> they just have fewer reasons to not be bringing the fits. Yeah. Like, put that shit on. Right. You don't have an excuse not to. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> a red flag I have is when they have zero patience for meeting you. If they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, so if they're like, oh, I want to meet you, let's meet tonight. And you're like, oh. no, I can meet you in two days. Mm-hmm. And they get upset about it. Oh, yeah, yucky. Yeah, the zero patience for meeting you is just always a red flag. Like, Mm -hmm. always, always, every single time. And it's not because they're just so excited to meet. Like, no, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit every single time. Promise. Promise. It's definitely some weirdo shit. I saw a video once and literally, like, have kept this practice to this day, but 
whenever I'm, like, interacting with someone for the very first time, like, we are, like, forming a brand new bond, the plants that we make, I will just reject them offhand. Like, I will reject their first idea just to see how they will react. <laughs> it's true. To, and, like, I will not give a reason. Like, hey, do you want to go to the mall with me, X, Y, Z? No. Just no. Right. See what happens. Because I promise you that will very quickly reveal a weirdo to you. That's true. Because, <laughs> like, somebody who's not weird might be like, huh? But just suggest something else, yeah. you know? But, like, someone who's gonna be weird about boundaries is gonna be pressed about why you're not explaining. Yeah. Is gonna be like, why not? Is yeah. gonna, like, maybe try to convince you. Is gonna get mad that you don't like their idea, you know? Yeah. Especially 1, for dates. You know? Very true. Just like, and it doesn't have to be like you reject the whole plan. You can just say no to the location. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Pick somewhere else. Right. Like just small, like, rejections without providing explanation reveals so much about how people will take boundaries in general. It's very true. Learned that the hard way with a friend recently. <laughs> oh no. Wild. Yeah. People are so grossed about boundaries. It's true related to boundaries yeah <laughs> someone who actually chokes me as hard as i want the first time i ask. oh <laughs> let's talk about it because are you trying to kill me right <laughs> and i feel it's definitely phrased in a hee hee ha ha way but like when you're engaging in like higher risk kinks and fetishes you should definitely venture on the side of caution especially uh-huh. with new people someone who feels comfortable doing the like most intermediate version of a kinker fetish with you that's like dangerous immediately i think that's weird Valid. there should be some amount of hesitancy like for example if someone like interested in breath play like in general if someone is willing to like literally make me pass out the first time we play that's concerning yeah no you shouldn't be comfortable with oh that God, so quickly scary like please <laughs> like get to know me a little bit more I've literally been with you almost two years, and the thought of making you pass out scares me. Valid. Like, no. <laughs> but, so it's like, there should be some apprehension. Yeah. Or like a more extreme example, like CNC cakes, for example. Oh. Do you really want the person you're, like, proposing to do this with to be, like, immediately enthused? No. Like, do you really want that? Because I'm somebody who's been through this trauma and I'm trying to reflect this experience with new outcomes. Why are you so excited to perpetrate it? That's weird, buddy. (laughs) It is. Like, I feel like a green flag for that would be if they ask a lot of questions about your boundaries, if they want to know exactly how far they are meant to go, like if they want Mm -hmm. every detail planned in advance. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. You are not actually meant to be setting up another assault for yourself. In Mm -hmm. fact, (laughs) just just so the audience knows. Right. Ciao. Another red flag I have is never ask to watch or listen to your shows or music when sharing space together. If they, like, pick it every time or, like, mm-hmm. show no interest. I've even had partners, like, literally not allow me to play my music around them before. So, like, oh. yeah, literally every song I would be like, oh, can we listen to this? They'd be like, oh, that's triggering. That's triggering. And, like, claim it was because of an ex. Every single song. So, like, I don't know. Would they all be the same genre of music? No, it was everything from Circle of Life to Evanescence to... Well, that's just BS. Yeah. 
So I just, yeah. And I think it goes back to the curiosity thing. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, if they're just always taking over the radio or the music choices and never passing you the aux cord, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And, like, even as an autistic person who does like to do their own thing, most times, I mean. Yeah. Like, just, you're not a, a little bit curious or, like... I don't know, just you didn't get instilled with any kind of value of sharing yeah. at all. And I do feel like you do your own thing generally, but sometimes you will ask. You'll be like, is there anything you want to watch? And like, Or there's stuff that we know we like overlap and enjoy. So you'll be mm. like, oh, do you have a preference? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just a very different vibe. So <laughs> Yeah. I also feel like low-key, like sometimes people will, I don't know, almost overcorrect or be like hyper possessive because they don't want to have to give someone a choice every time yeah. but it's like that goes back to boundaries like you can just say this time I am going to pick Yeah, and that makes it so that next time you will feel more comfortable with offering like that they pick yeah. you know like it all balances Right. my next one is just the Virgos <laughs> you know what you did I see your Virgos, and I raise you a Libra. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Y'all also know what you did. Alia. I also have eats at Chick Fil A. Oh. Ew. Yeah. If you're, yeah, no, that's real. Yeah. Because not only is Chick Fil A like old news while we're boycotting it at this point, but I think mm-hmm. it goes back to like the politics of like if you can't like effectively boycott something like not even boy like there was the montgomery bus boycott right like people needed the bus to go to work and they were boycotting that shit mm-hmm. you can avoid chick-fil-a there are so many restaurants yeah. like the boycotts are not even the same anymore like <laughs> the boycotts are so easy <laughs> so if you can't literally can't boycott or divest from orgs that are mm. like actively causing harm that's crazy it really is and like i feel like Chick-fil-A specifically just has such a long homophobic history mm-hmm. and even still like to this day I think funds like Israeli companies and like the Israeli government and it's just yeah the, the chicken can't be that good y'all. it's not the chicken cannot be that delicious right same as like the diamonds cannot be that pretty they're you not know? like it's just wild to me literally it is pumpkin spice season right now at Starbucks but they are suing their employees for unionizing with, like, Palestinian orgs. Like, mm-hmm. so they don't exist to me right now. Like, they do not exist yeah. in my mind at all. Neither does McDonald's. So those are two boycotts you can start to work on right now. Starbucks and McDonald's. Also Disney Plus. Because they're funding Israeli shit, too. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't go back to find anything to watch recently. Valid. I feel like there was something I wanted to watch that I forgot about. I guess I'll just... Valid. Yeah, it's like, you know, they can be things we enjoy and then it still be, like, it's dead to me now. Like, mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A's not that good. Shut up! <laughs> I've never even had it. I literally have no clue. But I know that I'm Southern and I can probably make a better piece of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Their barbecue sauce is just barbecue sauce plus pineapple juice. There are so many recipes. It's fine. You're good. <laughs> oh, when periods are a turnoff. Oh, yeah. Because why? Because why? Cause why? Like literally when I met you and you're like, I don't care. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, how does that affect me? I feel like some, like I've had the experience so often where like, I will be the first person that doesn't care that someone's on their period. And I'm like, I just, 
can't put myself in the headspace. Like, sometimes when there's some boy math that doesn't make sense, I can, like, put myself in the headspace and be like, I guess I see where you were coming from. But just objectively, I don't get it because, like, extra wet, extra relaxed. Right. Like, literally perfectly primed. I'm so confused. Just put down a towel. Usually, And usually I'm, like, horny as fuck fuck on my period like i'm gonna be so into it like Like, bro this is your chance and no chance of pregnancy or well like very low chance very low chance so like this is your chance man like why are you like losing out on this opportunity period sex period sex (laughs) no but crazy ex-girlfriend has a whole running motif of song called period sex like so slept on like <laughs> and also you get to you can literally swoop in and be like i will handle your cramps with my penis and it will literally work it's true you really don't want to save the day with your penis save that's the day crazy. with your penis and feed me and i'm hooked like literally that's it that's a wrap like <laughs> and you can actually be that, that's what gets me is you can literally be helpful you can actually fuck the shit out of your partner and shorten their period for them like you're being selfish. It is the <laughs> one time where sex will actually solve the problem. Like, <laughs> like maybe not the one time, but one of the best times. Like, Literally. I think that men need to consider more often when sex can solve the problem. It's true. To be honest, because I feel like the perspective is normally like, how can sex appease me? But have you considered sex appeasing your partner? Ooh. Like, I feel like men are so, like, primed to be like, women don't care about sex. It's men who only want one thing. And it's like, if, like, you and your partner are both allosexuals, like, why do you think that it would work on you to distract you with a blowjob, but it wouldn't work on them? Right. (laughs) I'm not saying you should be manipulating your partners, but, like, you annoyed your girlfriend. Have you offered her some head? Me like, have you ever tried it? I'm just saying. Like, definitely apologize first. Be like, hey, I'm so sorry I did that. Can I offer you some head? Yeah. That, An apology and a reparative action. It, it could work. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Especially if it's a problem you can't really go back in time to fix. Yeah. It's valid. Like, all I can offer you is me right now. Exactly. <laughs> what would you like? That's true. Like, I don't know. People are just, or rather men specifically. They're Ooh. just not creative enough for my taste. Oh, that's true. <laughs> my next one is being sexually attracted to serial killers. Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's weird. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, as someone with a tenuous relationship to true crime content, it's definitely something I wish I could enjoy ethically. Like, mm-hmm. Fully being so invested that you're, like, thirsting over these characters is wild to me. No. Because these people were real people. Like, it's not a character in a book. Like, they're, yeah, there's, like, lore around them, whatever. But, like, they were real human beings who murdered other human beings, who left behind families, who mourned them. Yeah. it's just not very considerate. No, it's not cute. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Oh, that was a yeah. good one. Cause yee. I feel like the only times I feel comfortable, like, really looking at true crime content is, like, crimes that weren't all, like, murder. So there are, like, cop interrogation channels where you can, like, watch interrogations mm. um, and stuff. And also, like, 
stuff where the family was also involved, like whatever oh. family was mourning was also involved. I feel like being into true crime, yellow flag, and I'm including myself in there also. <laughs> but like sexually attracted, too far. <laughs> Red oh, flag, an instant goodbye. Like you're saying you want to fuck Ted Bundy, get away from me. Get the fuck away. Far away. <laughs> Far away. I feel like this is kind of related to, I just don't get along with other girls, but just in general, for like any gender. Like, if you have no friends of marginalized genders, it's a red mm-hmm. flag. Like, yeah. so that goes for internalized misogyny. If, or if you're a man and you have no marginalized gendered friends, the only marginalized gender people in your life are people you want to have sex with. That's crazy. Yeah. Though, I mean, I guess, I feel like I'd still feel weird if a man, like, only had, like, man friends. Like, even if some of them were trans or something. Because I do oh, that think that sense. happens a lot, and they yeah. still wind up being shitty. That's true. I guess I need a better... I feel like it's a femme thing. The, okay, like, yeah. I feel I like it right. is a femme thing. Like, yes. I feel like that's what would make me relieved. You're right. You a femme friend. Yes. So if you don't have any femme friends that you yeah. don't want to fuck... Yeah. <laughs> that's that's alarming it is also like just in general too like if your inspirations are role models are all men too like mm-hmm. I, I yeah just who are you looking up to who are you like proud of i don't know just like yeah. all of that like that's interesting i feel like i didn't really think about like inquiring about that a lot yeah like all of your role models are men every single one wild interrogate that <laughs> but yes no femme friends it, it's not no nah. it's so hard to pick a last one that's fair maybe like likes anime in a weird way yeah cause I enjoy anime I watch Same. anime I'm watching Attack on Titan right now I just finished Demon Slayer they were great I mean Attack on Titan maybe has some imperialist undertones that <laughs> but that's the thing is that the thing with anime is that you kind of have to watch it with a condom on your head yes. which is something that I heard FB Signifier say in his video about Aaron mm. from like Attack on Titan though it was about anime in general and it's just it's I true. thought that it was great I heard that and I was like yes that is exactly exactly that that is exactly right because Anime is, like, so cool and entertaining. I love the art style. I I really do like it. But there are some weird themes and, like, strange undertones. And, very true. And problematic messages that you have to be weeding out actively. You cannot be passively consuming anime. Nope. And expect that you're not going to internalize some strange messaging. And that's the thing. That's my problem with, with some of these anime niggas is that they did <laughs> not watch with a condom on their head. You've been consuming this media with this, like, weird film on it, like, since you were a kid, and you've never thought about examining it or problematizing it. So you've just accepted all these ideas, and now you have weird expectations about how women are going to interact with you. Because, again, as someone who also watched anime, like, I know that all of these plot lines were, like, some everyman, right? right? Some dorky guy or someone who is lightly flawed and just women obsessed with him and, like, throwing themselves at him or inexplicably attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And it does lead to men having weird expectations. Like, I've seen it. I've seen anime niggas be confused about women not instantaneously being obsessed with them or, like, women needing more time to develop connections than they're expecting. Yeah. Like, all of these things seem surprising or like 
women not wanting sex immediately, the kind of sex that women want, not looking how they expect, reasonable ways to interact with women in public. Oh my God. Yeah. Like normalizing taking pictures of women in public, normalizing ogling women in public, normalizing ogling underage women. Like I could go on forever. Right. So many weird themes in like all of the anime that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It's so fucking true. And you're right. Like it's literally the condom on the head and just not enough people are doing that. Like I also love anime. But I, I can't even recommend shows that I like. Like, I just, yeah. like, I, like, I loved Food Wars. Won't catch me recommending it. Like, <laughs> Beastars? Sure. Yeah. Nope. Never talking about that in public. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. on High School Host Club. I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop. Y'all, that show was so fucking weird. It was very weird. I watched the whole thing, though, I did. It was that episode where they had the onslaught of T-slurs suddenly. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I gotta at least take a step back for a minute. Maybe I'll go back to it at some point now that I'm prepared for it. But there was that. And then, oh, Fire Force. Fascinating concept. Mm -hmm. Very weird. Like, it's just like... It's just, it's why... And the character ages. Like, why does it get so strange? I feel like once when I was, like, a teenager, I was watching this anime that was, like, all about vampires. But then there was a vampire queen who was, like an eternal age or whatever like she was Mm -hmm. ageless but she was obviously a child but everyone was like really sexual with her and like they drew her body in really sexualized ways and I literally like even as a kid I was like this feels wrong yeah I'm going to stop watching this now <laughs> like uh, or that other anime that I started and I actually did have to stop it that like gambling one I think it's called like Kakeguru or something like mm. that but it's like that anime with the high schoolers and they're in this gambling high school oh. and for whatever reason they're all really turned on by the gambling and the See. thing is that like <laughs> it's got interesting plot it really does you said it's... gambling high school and I was like what? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's, it's fascinating there's like social hierarchy in the school based on like whether you owe people debt like how yeah. good you are at the various things i think it's like mainly poker but i think they gamble in other ways too but yeah like i think the premise of that show is interesting but it's really creepy yeah. like the way they draw these high school characters i just i was weirded out i'm like i'm a grown-up and right. this feels like i can't tolerate this anymore i remember being a teenager and being able to watch this stuff but now I'm like grown, grown. Yeah. I feel creepy. Yeah. <laughs> literally, Food Wars and Fire Force, literally, why do they both have high school girls, like, where something will happen and suddenly they're just naked? Like, their clothes mm-hmm. will fall off. And it's like, why is that a thing? Why is that a trope? Like, because uh, men are weirdos. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. If we just had a society where men started in jail and worked their way out, <laughs> I really think we'd be better off. No, but... <laughs> leaving my body. my body entirely. <laughs> yeah, no. That's valid. Being weird about anime and not watching it with a critical eye, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Immediate red flag. For my last one. Okay, I'll just go with this because I feel like it needs to be talked about more. If they are able to Little Mermaid you successfully, No like (laughs) you want to explain what that is yeah little mermaiding is when they're having a whole conversation and you don't say a word and they don't even realize it like you haven't talked in 10 minutes and they could not be happier like they're fine Mm -hmm. like they really think you all are dialoguing back and forth and you've done nothing but like chuckle or be like oh yeah like you've inputted nothing 
and they're having the time of their life. Like, <laughs> it's really wild to watch. Like, that is valid. I can definitely imagine how that's like very uncomfortable. It very much is. I feel like I do have a tendency to date people with ADHD though, so I, I do like letting people info dump for a while that's sometimes. Fair. So there's also that like. I don't know. I do think that if you find yourself testing your partner, you should just give up on it. You know? Yeah. Like, if you find yourself being like, I'm gonna not talk for ten minutes and see what happens. End that relationship. Don't don't even... Yeah. Don't even follow through with that plan. Just end it. <laughs> like, the fact that you're even thinking about doing that, something's broken yeah. already. I feel like, for me, this has been more, like, on first dates mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know. The people I'm thinking about, it's not even info dumping. It'll just be like, like even questions they ask, it's a springboard into whatever they wanted to talk about. Or like, it'll be like, I don't know, just their entire internal monologue with no interest at all in your thoughts or like anything. Like, yeah, I think that men definitely do that a lot. Yeah. I was more just meaning like, I wouldn't generalize it for myself because there's contexts where I can imagine that people yeah. talk without asking me questions. That's I valid. That does happen to me a lot. I also do think that people with ADHD get lumped in with men. Like I think yeah. that mansplaining and info dumping get like conflated sometimes. That's true too. I am yeah. Sorry. So Little Mermaiding is generally like relating to how cis men will behave because it's like very much something that will happen. They'll just have a whole conversation one-sided conversation and not even notice like it's really wild yeah but um, it does make them really easy though that's true too that's you very just, true you just sit there. yeah yeah and it's like it's like i won't even like be testing them necessarily i'll just be like oh like i haven't talked for a long time i've just been sitting here brain empty like and like realize how much time has gone by but yeah no i'm sorry we didn't get to go through your full list but maybe we can return to the subject at some point because i definitely think of more. I especially love how specific yours were and like whimsical too and like specific to you and everything so definitely very inspirational. <laughs> yeah. What are some green flags and red flags or yellow flags that you have? You should let us know on Twitter. for another episode think you can handle more find us on twitter instagram and facebook at coming out evil our website also has merch sources and our original felony workbook available to download check it out at allmylinks.com slash coming out evil you can support our evil doing on patreon where patrons get exclusive access to bloopers extended cuts live streams and so much more you can also tip us on Cash App at Yeehaw Howdy and Mixedusa. Stay evil and we'll see you next time. time.